Greetings and welcome to the Cross Players Game Club Review Podcast for June 2021. My name is Jason and I shall be your host as we have a chat about the games of June and try to put them in some kind of order and hopefully end up with a game of the month. But before I remind you what those games are and before I introduce my co-hosts for this evening, for this show, um, I just want... Just you and and, the, and me, the listeners, to just just take a take a seat and kind of close your eyes. Obviously, if it's safe to do so, please don't do that if you're driving. But um, and I want you to imagine what would the game club would look like if it was a real physical building. Now, in in my imagination, that would be nice, soft, furnished uh, couches. Some nice portraits on the wall of all the cross players. Me, obviously, in like gold framed frame, if that makes sense. Um, you know, we've got rows of consoles for guys to play on. We've got a pinball table in the corner. Um, let's say we've got an original Donkey Kong cabinet as well, so you guys can play on that. And we've got some booths. We've got food. And we've got a tiki bar in the corner. Why not? So, you know, it's a nice, it's a nice place to be. Relaxing place where you can just come and chill out and just play games. And that's what this podcast is a little bit. It's a nice, relaxing place to be. So, because of that, we have nice introductions for our co-hosts. And so, Lewis, the very nice Lewis, is my first co-host. Thank you. And I, if you, if you if the game club was a real physical building, what would you have in it? Well, yeah, thanks. I was just when you were saying all that, I was wondering what my game club building would look like, and I think it's going to be less like entirely glass skyscraper um, with each. Uh, I, I, I've not actually given it that much thought. Um, <laughs> All I got was glass skyscraper. I hadn't put any contents in the building yet, other than maybe at the bottom, maybe before you get to the either the elevator or uh, the bottom of the st- the stairs. If you went to the stairs, not like some stairs like a fire escape, but a nice uh, stairs going up the building. At the bottom, I think there m- would maybe be a commem- commemorative bust of Andrew there. <laughs> <laughs> um. Just, you know, and maybe we could, uh, you know, pat, pat his head or, or rub his nose for good luck every morning when we come in to, come in to play. Oh, play a bit games. like what footballers do when they go out onto the ground. Yeah, um, like, yes, yeah, like when they kiss their necklace or whatever it is they do or they point to the sky or, I don't know, all that kind of stuff. They, they give the, the brass, the bronze, the bronze statue of Andrew a little rub for good luck. Um, and I think maybe each floor would have a different, would be a different genre. Not just the genres or the categories of game club. Um, there'd be lots and lots, like at least a hundred, hundred floors, hundred, hundred stories high. And the very top now, Jason, would be your office, and wow. you would look out over the town, over the city. The, this, this is I'm liking this very much. Yeah. It's putting my um, hypothetical game club to shame. Yeah, yours was just like a shed in the back garden. Yeah, um, shit, really. It's just shit. 
<laughs> I thought it was on, you know, I thought it was nice, but this is this is pure um, brilliance. Yeah, at the top and the top we've got like a, a helicopter pad. Wow, having yeah. it, love it. Yeah. For for someone who hasn't put a lot of thought into it, you put a lot of thought into it. Yeah, well, like I said, I put a lot of thought into what the outside looked like in in the sort of minute or so that you were doing your bit. I was like, okay, like what have I got here? You did not a lot for what was inside, other than other than a bust of Andrew and some stairs. But I think you you added the important part, the bust. That was we, it. Yeah, that's all we need. We always need a good bust. And there could be also maybe like a a like just next to Andrew a little. I don't know if it'd be a, like maybe a real Ben or maybe like a statue of a Ben, and in that Ben would be a copy of Ghost Point Breakout, <laughs> what the hell that game's called. Um, That's mine. Yeah, I was gonna say like with the, where Andrew's bust is, would it have like um, like some flowers behind it and some candles as well? <laughs> no, he's 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 not dead. He's still alive. <laughs> he's just okay. Maybe, maybe in year in many many years. But okay. At the, mo- at the moment, it's just the, you know, uh, like like him, maybe a, an old company would remember their founder or something like that. Oh, okay. Something like that. Beautiful. I love it. And uh, our other co-host for this show is our lovely patron. He's uh, returning for uh, for some more some more pain, maybe. Um, and that is our lovely Alex. How you doing, mate? Hello, I'm good, thank you. Thanks for having me back. No worries. Um, Sorry, I'm, I'm just sitting here imagining rubbing that bust of Andrew. <laughs> just nice and smooth. Now I wish I had um, you guys on Skype so I could see your face as you said that. <laughs> it's just that whole dreamy look. That's just, you can just imagine it. Is there, is there anything that you would add to a, a physical game club building, Alex? Or, or do you think we've covered it? Well, I think you guys covered it. I think the biggest thing that the biggest gap was the food. I know you mentioned food, but Lois, that was the kind of gap she needed to fill in because I think on <laughs> yeah, each of those genres we need maybe a cuisine, so maybe a pizza floor and a burger Perhaps. floor, and maybe a curry floor. Definitely not a vegan floor. Well, none of that. <laughs> no, um, no, 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 that's not. But yeah, I, I mean, I never, I never know noted food but Jason was almost like a throwaway comment like he was just throwing it in there to try and make it sound better oh, and, f- and food like what, oh, what yeah. kind of food rustler burgers or something like that of course it sounds perfect I didn't want I didn't want to get too detailed you know <laughs> we, we haven't got all night the beauty is in the detail well that's something we can dream of and uh, I'll come back to you on the next on the next review pod I'll come back to you. Um, so if there's anybody that's new and doesn't know what we're doing, um, we, we're just going back and looking at the games that were picked for June's Game Club and we're just going to have a chat about each one of those. We're, we're then going to try and put them in some form of order. We've got um, some comments and ratings from our Discord as well that we'll, uh, we'll add in if and when we think they might be relevant. So, uh, shall we get into the first game? Yes, let's do it. Okay, um, Ratchet and Clank, the 2016 game. Um, me personally, uh, I didn't play it because I was just too enthralled in Spiritfarer, uh, which we'll cover obviously a bit later. So, uh, Alex, I know that you played this game. 
I did play this game. Um, so what was your thoughts on it? Um, I've been quite fortunate this month that I'd never played a Ratchet and Clank game and now I've played two. Um, I thought, for an introduction to the genre, I thought this is a very, very good game. Um, given it's a five-year-old game as well, it holds up very well. I think it looks really good, it plays really well. I mean, as I say, I wasn't familiar with the genre, but I think it, it's kind of got everything there that it needs. It's got the humour, it's got the gameplay, um, and I, I think it just ultimately is just a very good game. Um, it, it's quite hard now to think about it, though, and not think of the, the new one, <laughs> because I've played both of them, and I think you look at it and you compare it, and I think they've really gone and outdone themselves on Rift Apart, which is mm-hmm. Lewis spent enough time talking about in the other pod, didn't you, Lewis? Um, oh, yeah, I, I wouldn't I couldn't shut up about that. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it, for what it sets out to do, it does a really good job of doing it and showcases what Insomniac themselves do really well. Is is there any, any part of the game that you really enjoyed or any specific part of like maybe the mechanics of the game or or just certain sections of the game? I think all of it kind of played really well. I think it, it quite good variety. You had sections where you're playing as Ratchet, you had sections where you're playing as Clank. Um, you had kind of different little kind of mini games through it as well, where it, whether it was the, some hoverboarding sections kind of through kind of hoverboard stadiums. Um, I've never um like I've I've never ever played a, a Ratchet and Clank game, so I don't um like I'm much the same as you. Like it's a reboot, isn't it? This one, this is this is a reboot. Yeah, so this was a reboot of the original. Sorry, I think I managed to just mute myself there with my, yes, you did. my screen went back. <laughs> yeah. Um. So yeah, this was a reboot of I think the original Ratchet and Clank, and I think when I was looking at it, there's actually been fifteen different Ratchet and Clanks, which I was quite That's surprised that. at. Yeah. So apparently across all the different consoles there's been 15 of them um, I never knew that no well I don't know if that actually that was before Rift Apart and whether Rift Apart was 16 I think um, so and it also tied in with the film which again I didn't even know existed um, never mind have seen apparently it's pretty decent but sorry yeah. back to your oh, on you go Lewis no no on you go you were yeah in terms of the kind of bits that I enjoyed and the bits that I didn't enjoy as much I think and it's probably more, again, comparing the two games. I think basically how it kind of worked out with Ratchet, you were kind of playing the main game kind of throughout the story, mainly as Ratchet, and then you had more kind of puzzles and mini games with Clank. And I found in that game, the mini games with Clank, quite frustrating. Um, you had to basically pick up, I can't remember what they were, they were basically like little walking boat type things, and you had to make them into different types of accessories so ones that would make you jump or ones that charge things or ones and you had to work out how to basically get through a puzzle using these different little characters and I did find those ones quite frustrating Um, but the actual main game with Ratchet as a whole was really quite good the kind of range of weapons was really cool you had loads of different whether it was like little gloves that released animals to attach people or various different types of stupid guns. I think the the kind of humour of the weaponry was really quite good. Nice. Um, Lewis, 
I think you you just mentioned you've not really played it before. Yeah, I, I don't know. They can, they can get mixed up in my head. There's a load of these. Well, I would call them similar kind of games because I've not played any of them. But kind of Ratchet and Clank and Jack and Daxter all <laughs> mash into one thing yeah. for me. Um, and I don't know what one's older. I think they maybe came out at roughly the same time. And I'm sure there's people probably foaming at the mouth for me saying that. Uh, that, they're, that they're similar. They just seem similar. Uh, can I try? I would always look at them as trying to capitalise on the success of games like Banjo Kazooie and, and that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but Rift Apart, like did, I mean, the guys did speak about it at length last night when I had a a small snooze. Uh, but from what I did catch <laughs> was uh, that it just seemed like it was that it kind of took that extra step. It, they all mentioned that it was that, and this is this is this is the new one, the new one I'm talking about, not not the one that was in Game Club, but it was the new, it was the the first kind of wow uh, moment yeah. for the this this current generation. Um, but yeah, not not played any of any of them. I don't know if I'll ever play the 2016 reboot or whatever you want to call it. Uh, I am quite interested in the new one though. Yeah, and I, and I think that's really, it's dead right in terms of everything that the 2016 reboot did well, like Rift Apart takes it and just takes it to that next level, like everything is just that bit more crisp and that bit more pristine. Yeah. And even, I mean, the one thing that you can say is comparable between the two is a right, and I think that's the one thing I'd say that stands out with Ratchet 2016, it's such a good story all the way through, such good humour, great characters, even like the addition, they kind of characters on the periphery of the game they're kind of well written as well probably not to the same level as Rift Apart again but it all just kind of adds to the experience um, does, um, does the 2016 Ratchet have what are the loading times like for that one? well I played it on PS5 oh ok so you can't really comment they're pretty non-existent yeah they're pretty non-existent but even then it, it, the probably the other thing to mention is it also got a PS5 update probably just before the beginning of June to kind of make it 60 frames per second as well so it runs really really smooth mm-hmm. on there as well so I mean for a five year old game it looks incredible mm-hmm. uh, it, I think it, as I said it does hold up really well and just plays really well and I think that's probably the kind of best thing you can say about a game if a game plays well it's written well you're going to enjoy it and you just it's a game I think you'd struggle not to have a good time with yeah yeah. I, I do like these um, where where they're going back to older games and kind of cleaning them up and making them more current gen friendly like with Xbox where, where they put all the boosts on on a ton of older games and uh, you can really tell what a, what a big difference it makes to the games. Like when I played Alien Isolation for last month's game, Game Club, and uh, I mean, it was just beautiful and it just ran, just ran lovely. So I can imagine that's the same for Ratchet. Yeah. I, I think I've become a bit of a 60 frame snob. <laughs> I, like, I, I really struggle now to play a game that's 30. It just feels so janky. Mm-hmm. It, it's funny how quickly you become accustomed to it. Well, are you? Um, if uh, I'll be interested to uh, to hear your thoughts on Psychonauts if you go back to play that one for uh, for July's Game Club. Yeah, I mean I haven't started that yet, but I can imagine that's going to be 
because that's a very old game now, is it 2006? Yeah, something like that. that. Yeah. yeah. So uh, that'll be quite interesting to hear your thoughts yeah. on that. Shock to the system. You better, you better not uh, stand up when you start to play it because you might fall over. <laughs> might do. Um, 10 frames a second. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like I say, I've, I've not played it and I had every, every intention to play it. I didn't think I would be playing Spirit Spiritfarer for as long as I did. And uh, I mean, it, it's one of the. I picked up Ratchet and Clank when it was free on the PlayStation Four, so so it's just sitting on the on the console ready to go. But um, it will have to uh, it'll have to be played at a, another time now because yeah. uh, I ran out of time. It's Thanks to Spirit worth Farrah. playing though. Sorry, Alex. It's definitely worth playing though. Yeah, I, I think probably the worst thing that I've done is I've played Rift Apart after it, and Rift Apart is the one that really sticks in your mind mm-hmm. but I think that's all credit to Insomniac I think they're definitely the ones at the moment that are coming out and delivering the goods for Sony yep well I will I have I think there's uh, not a chance in my future that I will be playing on a PlayStation 5 so uh, I'm in no rush to uh, <laughs> play Ratchet and Clank right now so um, well let's move on to our next game and the next game want to talk about is uh, FIFA 21. Oh yeah. Mm. Um, I mean, I think this game being a game club has proved one point and that is I'm shit at FIFA. <laughs> so, <laughs> which I already knew, but it's kind of just been cemented and that's fine. Um, you know, can't be great at everything. And FIFA is just not my, you know, I enjoy playing FIFA to a certain point. And I used to enjoy playing FIFA a lot when my kids were a lot younger because I knew I could win. Um, but then unfortunately my children grew up uh, or is growing up and now have become better at me at FIFA. And so I get FIFA rage quite often when I uh, <laughs> play against my children that much that I've now abandoned it and made them play Rocket League instead, which is uh, a no, much... No, it- much more friendly uh, experience for me because I'm I'm not too bad at well I, I mean I'm shit at Rocket League as well if you like but I'm better at Rocket League than I am at FIFA. Yeah, I know what you mean. Um, but we had the the, uh, the the cross players FIFA tournament, which is still ongoing and yeah. it, it will be finished. Don't you worry about that. And um, where we're at the semi final stage as we record, so yes. it's you know it's still all to play for. Even though Dan or is, has already claimed himself to be the that, FIFA champion, that's that's what he'll do. He'll just try and play these mind games with mm-hmm. everyone. Um, I mean, he's made that sticker in WhatsApp that says FIFA <laughs> champion. I yeah. hope he loses because if he does lose, that sticker is going to be getting spammed uh, <laughs> by us all. Yeah, I'm going to have beat him. I have beat him once. Mm-hmm. No matter how many excuses he wants to throw out there as to why I beat him, I still beat him. Yeah. You've not beat me though, have you, Alex? No, but I've only played you once. What? Do, do you want to give a, a high level no, round up uh, of what happened, what happened <laughs> in our game? Um, yeah, so it's all going very, very swimmingly. Built up a nice lead. And then basically I bottled it and injury time and gave away two really bad goals to draw four each. Yeah. It still haunts me. <laughs> it was it was one of those, because I think you, because I think it was, I don't know if you went two nil up and I came back to draw two all and then you pulled ahead again. 
I can't remember if that's what happened. In my head, that's what happened anyway. Um, but I remember getting the third, and I don't know if it, it was entering injury time or whatever. Yeah. And then I was like, right, this is it. And then I could sense the stress just <laughs> oozing at the television. Like I, could, I was watching you and I was like, he is shitting himself. I just know <laughs> yeah. that he's panicking. That was exactly what was going on. <laughs> and I just couldn't handle the pressure. I just pass. made a silly mistake, tried to yeah. pass it out, gave you the ball, and the rest was history. Passed it across the box. I passed it across the box to get that tap in. I, I'd be lying if I said I didn't do a little, uh, little celebration in the room. <laughs> I used to say, you know, if I'd scored one goal... Just one goal. You just have seen the celebration. <laughs> it was like England had just won the, the, the Euros. So. It was it was a mighty feat for myself. Yeah. Um, although my my eldest son took part as well, and um, he I think he kind of walked away with his head held high because he only got lot, uh, beaten by Dam four nil. He was good. So yeah, I, I, he was really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he had a similar uh, play style to me. I can't not. Like just pass the ball onto the wing and let my winger do everything. And he was doing the exact same as me. It was like playing myself. That must be a bit weird. Yeah, I was like, stop, stop doing what I do. <laughs> my tactics. He he struggled because he felt like the defenders in his team, Belgium, were really slow and sluggish. And I could take that. I I could see what he mean meant because uh, they 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 kind of jogged and they didn't really run and. I don't know if that's very lifelike or not at all. I, I mean, I've never really, yeah, I've not really ever looked at the Belgian defence that that closely before. But um, that's that's pretty much what he was shouting at the TV most of the time. Was uh, God, my defenders are so slow. So. <laughs> but I, think, um, I mean, sorry, sorry. Nico. No, go on, Alex. I think the one thing we can say about FIFA though is we all had a lot of fun playing it. Yeah, definitely. I yeah. think for me, like I, every like back before I had like Game Pass, I would only ever buy FIFA like every few years. Like mm-hmm. the last FIFA I actually spent money on was FIFA, no, wait there, FIFA twenty. I can't remember. Um, or before that was FIFA seventeen. Anyway, that's the one I like sank quite a lot of time into. Um, and I was also putting quite a lot of time into FIFA twenty. No, FIFA twenty was Game Pass. I'm talking rubbish. Um. And I have to say, I think I do prefer FIFA 20 to 21 because I go in and just do manager mode and play that. Like, I don't do any other... Like I don't do Ultimate Team. I don't do... I, ba- I barely ever play anyone on, online. In fact, the games that we've had, the, th- the three or however many it was, five games that, that we've had are the first games I've played online on FIFA in years, years and years and years. Even before that, I'd only played a handful um, but I feel but like I'm, most of you are on the same kind of level, though, which is quite good because, yeah. like, if you were to play a random online, then you know you're just going to get annihilated. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's good to have good competitive matches. Agreed, especially when uh, you know your opponent falls to bits at the end. Um, <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the manager mode for me in 21 isn't as good as 20. There just seems to be a lot of like, oh, I need to go and 
treating these people individually or a, maybe maybe there's a way around it or it's easier it's easier than I'm making out to understand but well they made it do. they've made it more um involved yeah basically I, I just want to kind of move between like if, I, if I'm going to train people let me go right you 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 mm-hmm. and select the training schedules on like if I want to train someone don't like give me this is a training day go and train all your players it's like I just want to get to get from one match to another maybe level up a couple of players or whatever through the week automatically just can someone just do it for me or can I disable it like I'm not I'm not that fussy I just want to kind of play a season get through a season without having to do too much heavy lifting and 17 was probably the best for me at that 20 there was a little bit more involvement but I kind of got used to it eventually but 21 just seems like oh god I have to I've got to go I, I don't even know because like I, I think I basically skipped I have skipped every single one which is annoying which is annoying for me um when it was training day well, do this do that I've just gone skip or gone on the calendar and skipped ahead a week just to get get there mm-hmm. so it doesn't sound very fun it's yeah it's not but there's maybe something maybe we are we around it and I'm just too stupid to understand it's almost at that stage where they just we need to add in this and we need to add that and we need to add this and I just like there's just too much to do and not enough choice in terms of what you want to do and what you don't want to do they're saving it for the next version because they haven't got much more to add in so the, the... we've heard the rumour for the next version is going no. to be online career modes Really? Yeah, but I'm not. I, I said I think the rumor was that EA had advertised for it someone to work on online career mode, but um, I don't know whether that'll be for this one because this one will essentially be almost done because it's what three weeks that they're announcing it, so it may be into twenty three rather than twenty two. And what's the after last night mentioned last night the the new Konami football game. What's it called? New football game. That's what you said, huh? New football game. Is there anything? Is is there a demo for it or? No, nothing yet. So I actually think the two new ones are getting announced basically right next to each other. I think Konami are doing an event the day before EA, so you're going to basically get the two new games announced within a day or two of each other. Um, but they've been very quiet, other than this new football game online play test or whatever it was that they kind of shadow dropped and caused all sorts of noise about what what is it's very konami yeah but what is going on with konami as you brought it up because like we've not really heard anything from them in years but now in the last couple of months they seem all like a couple of months ago someone in head office must have just gone oh We've got all these game franchises we're just sitting on and doing nothing with. Maybe we should do something with them. And <laughs> now all of a sudden they seem to be going a bit actually doing something. Yeah. I mean, it's good to see. Sandbagging is what they've been doing. <laughs> it's a bit like, have you seen how popular video games are these days? Yeah. We need to tap into that. Shit. What is this Castlevania thing that we've got? Yeah. Should we do something with that? Hmm. But uh, I think with... Um, Pays or whatever they're calling the new game, there seems to be quite a lot of expectation around what it's what it's going to be with the change of engine to Unreal Engine and the fact that they've taken a couple of years out to to make a new game, which is fairly rare in this kind of ongoing 
evolution of a new football game every year. Um, so I think there's quite a lot, a higher level of expectation in terms of what they're going to deliver. Mm. The um, just let, let, let's get this out of the way. What what control method do you use? <laughs> that's because that's that's some, like a big bone of contention. Like it if did. you're playing playing someone, um, and you go, oh wait, there I need to change the controller setup. It's always something that gets brought up. Yeah, got, you do have, the claw, the claw hold, whatever it was, wasn't it? Yeah, but the um, you can change like basically swap around what kick and oh, okay. cross yeah. R or make it two button, all that kind of stuff. So I'm I alternate. Use, yes, same. What's the so, alternate? So that's so it switches. It's shooting cross. Yeah. So I don't have my Xbox controller in front of me, but on a PlayStation. That would make shoot square opposed to circle. Right. Yeah, I just leave one at default. Yeah, so you'd be sh- your shoot is circle, B, I guess. Is that B or A? Again, like I have like the PlayStation controller. Uh, yeah, B is shoot. Yeah. In the normal. And then X is. So you're switching B and X by going alternate. So you're basically going the Pro Evo. Yes. Control scheme. Exactly. That was traditional Pro Evo. Yeah. Why is that? Uh, might sound like a stupid question, but why, why is that more beneficial, or is it just a preference? It's just preference, pure okay. preference yeah. for me. Yeah. I think it's easier, like, because like you're the way that you hold the controller, your thumb would automatically hit, go, like, fall on the shoot button. Like, if you were pressing yeah. your the kind of the ball of your thumb, I don't know what the correct term for it is on the sort of lower button, your other finger would, which is pass. Um, your other, the top yeah. part of your finger would naturally lie across the shoot for me, but yeah, he always I used to use classic over the hell it's called, but then I played Pro Ev for so long before I moved back to FIFA that I just use the Pro Evolution con- the control setup. Mm-hmm. Same, and I think it's because it's also X is also stand and tackle, and you tend to use your stand and tackle far more than you use your slide tackle. Yeah, it's, unless you're Ben and you're just. Uh, Go for it. Hack, hack through everything in sight. <laughs> Good tactic, though. Yeah, he gave away two penalties. One of them was his keeper against <laughs> against me. His, his keeper came out and like just decided to try and end my life. I, I've never known that to happen before, because like the goalie's always con- con- computer controlled, isn't it? That's how that's how loose Ben is with his, <laughs> con- his FIFA skills. He just doesn't care. <laughs> what a man! What a man! I had Discord comments for Ratchet, and because of the tool that I am, I forgot to say them. Um, so I'm going to quickly go back and say about them, because um, I wanted to mention on that. Um, Tyler Bear said that he tried Ratchet as well, uh, and he, was a, he thought it was a really well-made game. The characters and story were fun, and his son loved it, but he didn't like the combat at all, so he gave up after a few hours. Um, and Don Coop said that, um, Ratchet was amazing to play through and still holds up even after five years though Rift Apart wow what improvement which pretty much yeah. cements what we said anyway and on uh, FIFA uh, Mark said yeah it's a foot it's football in it a bit too slow for my liking prefer the the older entries with a bit more zip about them would you agree with that comment um, I'm not fussed about how about the speed of the game. Is there not a button, like a, a, an option you can use to speed the game up? And it's Mark's. Yeah. Being, Mark's just being a miserable bastard as per usual. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I thought he might have snapped out of it by now, but he uh, 
he still seems to be there, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah. He seems to be getting worse. Yeah, he does a little bit, doesn't he? Yeah, the... So, um, do you know what that, is he not spending enough money? That's what it is. Probably, yeah. He's he's, um, he's reined it in a bit recently, hasn't he? he Maybe has, that's yeah. where he got his happiness from. The heavier the wallet, the more miserable the man. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Brilliant. Um, and Don Coop said about FIFA was, meh, it's good, and a laugh, mates. Yeah, that's right. That's pretty much yeah. what FIFA is, isn't it? That's what it's all about. Just a good laugh with your mates. I was going to say, and I think if we hadn't had that tournament and played it together, then we probably wouldn't have been talking about it. So just be like, oh, it's FIFA. Yeah. And that's what made it for the month. Yeah, definitely. And um, I'm glad that we did it, or are still doing it, shall I say. Um, yeah. Because I don't think we would have spent, we wouldn't have given it the time that we thought, because we just thought, oh, it's just another FIFA, really. It was good, and, uh, and I, I'm very much looking forward to seeing the uh, the winner of the Sticky Cup. Um, if it's if it's if it's done, I'm not looking forward to it because we'll never hear the end of it. <laughs> but anyone else, I think um, anyone else, yeah. Well, it's up to you three to to make that happen. So no pressure, guys. It's yeah. Who's it's the so the semis are myself and Me Alex, and Dan and Ben. Yep. So so do you think Dan Dan's pretty much got a got a given to the final? Um, unless Ben gets someone else to play for him, then uh, soon as well, yeah. <laughs> like his baby. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I've got a, a football. It's a football game a anecdote. Um, it's not. It's not a FIFA. It's not FIFA related. It's pro evolution related. So back in the sands of time, um, I was playing. I think it was like pro evolution oh seven or it's like some really really like. Mid, it was definitely mid two thousands. Um. Thing was with uh, Pro Evolution, you always got like fake players. There's always like London White were Spurs, and you got like mm-hmm. back him was Beckham, all those guys. But I was, I think I was, I think I was Man United or Manchester Red. I think that's what they were called. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of the guy, one of the opposite team, and it was quite cl- quite a close game. I was, I was a bit stressed. Quite a close game, lots of two and a thrown, a good few goals, and we'd got. Like, I don't know if it was a final. I, I can't remember that. Got to a point and someone just like one of the players just punted the ball down towards my goalkeeper who was rushing out so it was van der Sar I think I think mm-hmm. um, rushing out towards the ball as it was coming towards him he got out just outside the 18 yard out, out of the box and the ball bounced over his head and then he like he tried to catch it he slid he done some weird slide tackle <laughs> and the ball bounced and went into the back of the net and they scored and they were I think that was like 3-2 or something when the ball went in I involuntary I was just going to punch the floor because I was so annoyed I went to punch the floor ah, punch the floor but I didn't realise this is my old bedroom at my mum my and dad's house for some reason I had a pair of walking boots sat next to me because I was sat like sat on the floor punched the, tried to punch the floor um, and I punched the boots and I don't know if you can picture walking boots that have, uh, you lace them up and they've got these little, like, almost metallic rungs mm-hmm. that you'll loop the laces round. Yeah. And so I've punched them and I've sliced my knuckles. And to this day, I have scars on my knuckles. So in in the goodness of time, we can all meet back up again. Remind me to show you my hand uh, and across... Uh, three of the knuckles on my right hand. There are there are scars because of football games. 
not proud of it, but it's that it is what it is. I should I shouldn't have punched the floor. I shouldn't have left a walking boot sat next to me. Well, we all we all learn from our mistakes. Learn those Blues, lessons, kids. You know. Learn so. those lessons. Uh, my, my, Probably just as well there wasn't any walking bits about when you put that fourth goal on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Uh, I think that's uh I think that's enough for FIFA. Let's uh let's move on to our next game. That's Spirit Ferrer. Oh yes. Why don't you two start and uh yeah, Lewis, why don't you start first and uh uh, just tell us what, what what your thoughts were on Spirit Ferrer. Yeah, okay. Um, so I think out of the three of us, I'm the only one that's not finished it. Okay, um, yes. So I can get into I can get into that. Um, yeah. So I've looked forward to playing this game since it came out. I think when it came out last year, I was kind of at a point where I wasn't ready for that kind of for that kind of game, that kind of experience. Um, but when it was announced for Game Club, I was very, very happy that, mm-hmm. that it was there. It gave me an excuse to, to play it. Um, Luke had posted a thing on Discord that we managed to get it for £3.50. Or phenomenal, they, right? Yeah, Just a phenomenal deal. <laughs> Unbelievable deal. Um, yeah, and so I was, I was pretty happy when it when uh, the when June came around so I could start playing it for, for Game Club. And um, I had played bits of it earlier uh, on Game Pass, but it's one of those I was like, yeah, I'm pretty sure that I just want a decent deal on Switch and I'll pick up on that because that's where I'll get do most of my do most of my gaming on it. Any game that's kind of that kind of two D uh, indie style is just so much more suited to the Switch. So I want to play on that. Um, really, really lovely, lovely game. Um, like, I, I guess like you, you are the the spirit fairer. You carry the spirits of what seem like animals that know you somehow some potentially related to you um, like their I forget what the kind of word is like their spirit animal, I don't, I don't know anyway these people that, you, that, that that join your boat you've taken over from sh- sh- is it Ch- Charon who is the old I don't know if that's how you pronounce the name properly the old um, one of Hades spirit fairers, those who have played the Hades game I'll know, know who it is. Uh, yeah, and uh, I kind of just rambling on about what the fucking game's about. Then <laughs> the yeah, so it's like a management sim game. So you, will, they'll, they'll, they'll join your boat. You'll make them a nice place to live. They'll give you some requests. So can you please put pictures up in my house. Uh, can you give me some flowers? Or can you go and find me some gems? Hey, that kind of stuff. And you progress the story by speaking to them, uh, and you grow attached. And then when the time comes. You take them to the Everdoor and they uh, they pass on. That there, there was a couple. I was really sad to see go. Yeah. I, I don't know if you guys got that attached to the characters. So, I've only. I, I was going to say I've only got rid of one. I've only. I've only. <laughs> I've only. But I think. Um, so to I can yeah just to cover on that to I stopped so I'm about ten hours in, and I was kind of I started before you Alex. And because I think you were playing through, did you play Ratchet first? Yes. I remember you speaking about Ratchet, and then you started talking about Spirit Fairer, and I was like, right, I'm going to try and not read the Game Club chat because I'd read it a couple of times, and I was like, my God, he is that hammering through this, because um, I felt like I was just going so slowly when I was uh, reading what you'd said. So I'm about ten hours or so, just maybe between ten and fifteen uh, hours into the game, and I'd stopped playing because it 
you had said that you were at the 30 hour mark and I was like, oh, I don't know if I, I want to, I want to do it, but I don't want to sort of constrain myself to doing it within the bounds of June. Um, I kind of want to keep it going for longer. Um, now, granted, I've not actually went back to it since since the last time I played, which was two weeks ago. Um, but I really do want to. I just want that. I want to kind of, I just want to kind of lie in bed and play before before turning the light out or whatever, that's what I was doing with it. Um, yeah, so I'm about about that. One one the first character you meet, she's she's gone. And I think I'm approaching the hedgehog. Alice, is that Alice? Mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm, I, I, that's one of the reasons why I've not put back on. Because just the way she's behaving, I'm I'm not a fan. I'm it's 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 difficult. She was yeah. uh she she was one of the ones that I was quite sad about. Yeah, um, just seeing her story and how she goes. That was a sad one. Yeah, yeah. There was a couple that were particularly sad. Um, so she was one of them, and I think Spencer was probably the other one. Even though he was such a happy character, it was just quite sad. And what, I think what? it was just a generally sad game. Yeah. Who's who? I don't think I've met Spencer yet. Is he? Is that Spencer or Stanley? Uh, is he the? Sorry, yes, Stanley. Yeah, sorry, I'm getting his name. Yeah, mixed up do you know well. what? I was quite sad as well to see Stanley go. I thought he was quite, and he's the weird kind of spirit of the game because he's the one that you grow from a seed. Yes. And he's kind of like looks like a mushroom. He, he, and oh, he's okay. the one that brings a kind of lightheartedness to it. He's just such a happy little guy. Um. And he's even like the way he jumps up and gives really good hugs and he's, he's really happy to play all these little games and he's kind of full of life and that's probably what makes it sad. Yeah. It sounds it. I've not, I've not got, got to that point yet. I think when I've been playing it, Atul, the frog, mm-hmm. I'm like, that'll be difficult, I think, when he, because he's so, he's so happy, like you give him pork chops and he's like, hurrah, <laughs> like just yeah. makes the most happiest noise, and he's like he's he shoots his hands up in there, and it's looks so chuffed that you've that you've that you've given him that stuff. Um, and he he's one of the spirits that stay with you for the longest, where yeah. he did for me as well. So it's quite far into the game before he actually goes. Okay. Was um, he the one that's like he's your uncle or something like that? That's kind of what I was trying to like say. I think he was, I was her rambling aunt. on at the start. Was it like her auntie? I thought it was an uncle. I thought it was uncle. Or an uncle. I don't know, like some. Yeah, it's like, but how like how, they all seem to know, or the majority of them seem to know, like Gwen, yeah, the first person you meet, the deer. Yeah. Um, and you're you're right. I mean, as you, as you go through the game and the story evolves and everything else, and you get to the end of the game, it all kind of makes more sense. Yeah. Ah, okay. Um, I suppose that was also one of my frustrations with it, though. Um, because you get to the end and it all does make sense, but I feel like they kind of leave a few gaps as well. I feel like I, I wanted to know a bit more about the characters that you kind of got a bit of an attachment to. I feel like some of them they explained more than others and probably the ones you didn't want them to. Yeah, maybe I, just I can see that. that. Can you imagine if they did that though? That would be like a like a, an Assassin's Creed Valhalla style 100 hour plus beast of a game wouldn't it yeah. and yeah. Uh, I, I think the the 30 hour mark was enough I think it was too much for that game yeah <laughs> it, it, it could have been 
10 hours less and I think it would still would have been a good amount of time. Yeah. And I think that was probably probably the best way I could describe this game is it's probably the most frustrating game that I've ever not been able to stop playing. <laughs> There's just but, something about it, wasn't there? Yeah. It really drew you in and you really you did feel you were empathetic towards the characters like immediately as you kind of started to interact with them and you got the request from them like you wanted to get that next request but it was the most onerous experience <laughs> to do the request like oh you need to get this I'm like well, how do I get that oh nobody's told you how to do that yet oh no and then it was like oh you need to make a brass sheet mm-hmm. and how to do that yeah. and then there was too many mini games there was too many things that it made you do to kind of get the items that you needed to think you could just say oh I have this I can trade it in for that and I can do this I don't yeah. think you needed to cut the pieces of wood I don't think you needed to like um, hammer out the bits of metal I don't think you needed to have about seven different versions of catching something in a bottle like they just went sometimes more is less eh, less is more sorry I think they just put too much in there when I think if they stripped it all back a bit I think it would be a much better experience and a much more engaging experience yeah I can can see where you're coming from Uh, especially nearer to the end of the game I felt like all I was doing was crafting I have to craft this to get that and then I have to grow this to do that to get this to to put this painting in in the thing and then I've got to do some brass sheets and then um, I've got to cook these dishes for these people and then, you know, and it, it, it did get a little bit much, especially near the end. Yeah. But that's kind of the beauty of the game as well, wasn't it? Because when I started it, I didn't really know anything about it. I didn't know it mm. was a management style game. I didn't know it had all this crafting in it. But it starts you off so slowly with it and they kind of managed to just blend it in slowly and naturally and you don't really notice how yeah. much more you're doing until that like last section of the game where where I said was all I I wasn't even going anywhere I think I spent an hour just like crafting shit for for these people spirits uh, so they could bugger off to the afterlife was there a particular I was going to say there was a particular like mini game that like what was your favourite like mini game if you can call that in your least favourite that I'm kind of curious because I think just by listening to you you have obviously opened up more than me and I've already got like the the one that I would say was my favourite to do and the one that like, I really don't like doing there's probably a couple that I don't like doing at the moment um, I, th- I think just the loom thing because it was quite quick that, I was going to yeah. say that's my favourite because it's like in like bang little, yeah. little loom get some thread make some sheets or whatever I, I didn't mind the foundry where you made the uh, metal from the ore. I didn't mind that. I thought that was quite good. That's one that's of my probably... least. That's one of my least favourites. That one, just because of the yeah. having to keep the like the needle in between the two points. And if you you're just a bit careless and you go over and the thing starts flashing red, you start again. It's like oh, I'm only <laughs> going to get like a maximum of like five or whatever ingots or whatever it is that you get at the end. Yeah, I mean you can upgrade it and then you get more from an ore. Um, as you upgrade it, but the, the the blueprints to do that are quite well hidden, I believe. Yeah, yeah okay. See, I, I didn't 
like the the um, metal dragons. I didn't mind the first one because it was quite straightforward, but I think and it's probably what I thought they put too many platforming elements to the game and too many abilities that you had to get and shrines that you had to find. I don't feel like the kind of platforming elements added anything, like so going up the zip lines or kind of sailing with your hat. I feel like if you'd have just been experienced a lot of islands or industrial elements or what the kind of different places that you visited and just experienced and spoke to the characters rather than try to work out oh how do I get this to get up there and how do I do that I don't think that bit really added much I think that certainly and it was the same then as you got to like the I think the gold dragon was the last one and then it was a bit like oh you need to work out how to get from there to there in the right amount of time or you're back in the water and it just all got a bit frustrating I quite like the dragons personally just because if I needed a certain metal I knew where to go to get it and I didn't have to spend 10 minutes trying to remember which island had that metal for me to get to and then have to go and find and mine it. I knew if I just went to the dragon I knew I was going to get a ton of silver or or aluminium or whatever it was um, and I was good to go to get on with the task I needed to do. Yeah, I've not not had any issues with it. I've I've met two two of those dragons so far um, no real issues with them at the moment but just from what you're saying they're getting bigger and it's like they're, they're like humps or whatever it is are coming out of the water and going back in at random intervals then yeah I can see if that getting annoying but uh, are we all in agreement that the sawmill was the worst <laughs> yes yeah, yes good. good so I've got the worst one that's good <laughs> yeah it was uh, it was pretty annoying and I think when you get to like the pine the pine logs, the, the the pattern that you have to try and follow gets quite insane. Is it? Because okay. it's just so sensitive. And I don't know if it's the same because you guys both played on the Switch, didn't you? Yeah, yeah. So I was on the Xbox, but I was just so sensitive to that movement and like, I'm just wasting planks here and I think you were just getting frustrated because you could see each time you're like, and then you just got to the stage, I'm not even trying, just put them in and cut them. Like, yeah, just leave it, just leave it because you'll get yeah. like two. You get two anyway. Did you yeah. um? Did you guys? I mean, I don't think Lewis did, but did you actually use the windmill at all? I did. Because I think that was the least, the one I least used in the whole game, was the windmill. I think I used it maybe once, maybe twice, and then that was it. Yeah, I didn't use it very much. I think it was just for the specific recipes where I needed flour. Yeah. Um, I don't have it yet. So. Yeah. Um. But yet. good luck in trying to uh, squeeze it onto your boat because. Uh, Oh. I had to sh- I had to shift around a ton of ton of buildings to try and make room for that. Did you? Yeah. yeah I, was... I, I, and you go. I was, all I was going to say there was that one. one like, I'm not a big fan of the catching the lightning, but the uh, yeah. I've not like, I've not got the windmill yet. I was thinking you were maybe meaning the the air updraft thing. Oh okay. The yeah the not. ability. Yeah. Well, all I was going to say is, I hated having to rearrange my boat, like. When you, when you were just one square out of fitting something in and there was just no way of squeezing it all in and then having to delete things to have to then rebuild them. I thought that was so annoying. <laughs> but I just generally felt quite annoyed with most of this game, which you can probably tell. <laughs> See, I didn't, I think, and I don't know if it's because I went in blind. I didn't really know much about the game. I mean, I know it was well looks, looked upon and it was kind of... Uh, some people said it was quite a relaxing game to play and 
I didn't. I'm not one for crafting games personally. I I think Animal Crossing's been the only other game where there's been crafting, but it's only kind of light crafting in Animal Crossing. I think it's nothing. It's not like Stardew Valley kind of yeah crafting and spe- and, and not Spiritfarer kind of crafting. I think. And I think if you had to craft the amount of stuff you need to craft in Spiritfarer in Animal Crossing, you'd be there for hours. Yeah. Yeah. You can only do one at a time, or at least that's my impression of it. As far as I got, like you'd be there hitting, hitting, a, hitting a for about two weeks to craft sixteen seats. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and that's just through the animation. Yeah, <laughs> just cycling through text. Um, so when I, when I start when I started to see the the crafting that was involved in the game, I was a little bit, mm, but um, the 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 rest of the game kind of just took over for me and I got a bit obsessed with it to be honest like I, I started going <laughs> do you know like when a game really grabs you and you're like well maybe I could squeeze a, a, a 10 minutes in here or yeah well when am I going to play it next or I really just want to like oh, um, screw the kids screw the wife I just want to play this game <laughs> kind of thing do you, know, <laughs> do you know what I mean that, that kind of feeling well and it's great when a game does does that in some ways because you yeah. know that you've found something that's I don't know so so good good and mm. you know and, and that's what this did to me and I wasn't expecting it uh, and I just wanted to I just wanted to keep playing I took the switch to work and I was playing it in my lunch breaks and then I was playing it a little bit afterwards because I just couldn't I, I just couldn't put it down yeah but I'm not sure why like I think it maybe it was the stories hooks in yeah yeah the characters yeah. um it's such a well written game. Like the the backstories that you did get from the characters were quite interesting and you kind of wanted to see their journey to to the end to see what you know, and it's such a well uh well made in graphics as well. Yeah. It's such well, a beautiful looks, game. Yeah. Uh, and it was very cleverly made, you know, like we're where, where they did incorporate all the crafting and, and the pacing where where they knew you had to be in this place before you could get this and all that kind of stuff. But I don't know. It's it's just really hard to put a finger on what, what it was that really grabbed me about the game. Yeah. I think, in my mind, I wanted to have the same reaction as what you have had to yeah. this. But I think I'm maybe just a couple of... Like rungs below you on that ladder, mm-hmm. um, not quite where I wanted to be, but still, really, like really, really enjoyed what I played. I, yeah. It's it's still there to be played. I, I will go back to it, um, but I just want to maybe stretch it out over a longer period of time. And I think it's maybe because I don't want to see certain people go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that that's 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 such a good thing to say about the game, that they've created these characters that you, you you do con- connect and attach to. You're you're attaching to a video game character, yeah. and that's got to say something about the game. Yeah, and and I think the the main reason why you do attach them is because they're so relatable, and I think that's yes, that's what they nailed for me. I think. The characters were relatable and you could really understand them. And I think that's what 
kind of got that hook into you because of those characters. And it's probably to the same reason why I ended up being quite frustrated because I wanted to go on their story, but I didn't want to have to do everything that I needed to do to progress with the story. And mm-hmm. I know that's the type of game that it was, but I think the story was way better than the gameplay for me personally and that's probably where the frustration came because I, d- I did I really enjoyed this game uh, and it was as you exactly the same as you Jason it was like when I had the time I was playing it even kind of lunch times or if I was maybe having a conference call that I didn't need to pay too much <laughs> attention to um like I was I was finding the time where I could because I wanted to progress yeah and that was when you were doing these repetitive tasks that you had to build up. And I think I found myself the way I would do it rather than kind of, kind of gathering the resources for the task that I needed. I would just spend a bit of time like bulk gathering the resources so that I had enough to then progress to each bit rather than kind of doing it as and when required because I felt then I could at least get through it a bit better. But it was definitely having those relatable characters and such a good story which made it the experience that it was. And I think the art style really helped with that. I mean, as you said, it looks beautiful. Like, it's such a stunning game. Mm. Um, And again, I think no matter what content you're from the discussions we've kind of had in Discord, I think it doesn't matter whether you're playing on the Switch or the Xbox. It just looks and is presented in such a good yeah. way. Um, And I just wish... I hadn't found the gameplay as repetitive and as grindy. Yeah, like I said, I didn't really have a problem with it until the end, and that that's just where I had that problem. Apart from that, I didn't. It didn't bother me at all. Um, and the only time it did bother me is when I knew I was really close to having all the materials I needed to complete the task, and then I ran out of time. So. Like, oh. I, I just I just want to finish, you know, and then it's like, but now I've got to go back to work or, you know, I've got, I've, I've, yeah. got, to, I've got to do adult stuff. And mm. I was like, I'm so close. I just, I just yeah. want, I just want to build this now. It's took me so long <laughs> to get all these materials and I've got them now, you know. Yeah. It's one of those things you get to that point that you're like, you're nearly there and you go, if you, if you do have to go back to work or you're doing something and you get called to do something else. I mean, it's like one of these games when you turn it back on, you have to like, right, where, what was I doing again? Like, I was a hit. Yeah, some, yeah. I did have that there? a couple of times, yeah. But, um... But yeah. you, uh, you, you pre-ordered the physical edition, didn't you, Jason? Uh, yes, I do. I did. You, you still have it. So I, I, I had pre-ordered it, but I've, I've cancelled the pre-order. Um... Because I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying, I'm trying to be a bit more, a bit more careful with what I'm, what I'm picking up. Is, is the real reason? I'm like, oh, I don't, I don't think it's gonna sell out that's that's uh, that Ben put that seed in my in my head mm-hmm. um I don't think it'll, it'll sell out and if it if it's still there in a little while when there's not a couple of months that there are like loads of releases that I'm that I'm picking up uh, yeah. then, I'll, then I'll get it I mean I only pre-ordered it recently I pre-ordered it after I'd finished the game because I think I think I wanted to see how I felt with the game but after playing and completing it and, and considering this is like a 30 hour game and it, it's way out of my limit that I set myself of of a, of a game time limit thing you know I, yeah. I, I push myself to a 20, 20 hour game um, these days to, at a push so 
that's how much this game got to me that, you know, I, I didn't really care. I I could have played this game for 50 hours and I still would have been quite happy, I think. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, um, I am properly chuffed that you you enjoy that so much. I'm yeah. really, really happy. Like that's, I'm really I'm really chuffed that you like it so much. Yeah, so that's, that, that made me afterwards, I was like, well, this game is means something to me. So mm. I went and pre-ordered the physical then. Yeah. Because because of that, I think I think like if I was like Alex or Mark, how if I felt like that, then no, probably I wouldn't. But walking away from that game, you know, and even after I think the eighth spirit, once you've done took the eighth spirit to the other door, you can then do Stella's last quest. But I was like, no, I don't want to do that. I, do, I want to do. I'm going to do all the spirits before I before I finish the game. So that's what I I did. I, I went and did all the spirits. Because I didn't, and uh, I didn't do all the side quests. Uh, I'll, I'll say that, but I, I do plan on going back and completing those as well at some point. Yeah, brilliant. But it's such a, it's put, yeah. I don't know. I can't really say much more about it than I have because, yeah. um, I think Alex just kind of nailed it, where where he said about the characters were so relatable to experiences that we may have had with our families or. Mm. Um, what other people that we know have had with their families or, you know, and I, I think that's probably one of the 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 most magical part or important yeah. part of that game. Yeah, and I think probably one thing that I'd rather not mention around the characters, it was probably the kind of range of character as well because there was so many different types of characters. We yeah. had, like... Everyone was that bit different, and I think the way they interacted with each other as well, and the kind of um, how it would tell you like who disliked who and why they disliked them, and that I liked that element of it. I thought that was really well done. But I think to have that different, and you were kind of constantly thinking about right, who are you, and why are you the way you are, type thing. Mm. They, they really just nailed that element of it. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's a game that I will recommend to anybody to to go and play. If you've not played it last month, um, you know, then it's on Game Pass. So if you've got an Xbox, then just give it a spin and and, and yeah. see and just to, to see how you feel afterwards. You know, it's it's either gonna it's one of those it's it's kind of like a bit of Marmite. You're you're either gonna love it or you're gonna hate it. So just just give it a chance and and see where you go. Yeah. And the one thing I'll never forget is that tune that you play to the crops to make them grow. <laughs> can can you go? Oh no, I'm not going to try and sing it. Why not? I'm, I'm struggling to remember it now. I never did that. You what? Did you not? No, I never did that. I just let my crops grow. I was enjoying the moments too much. Because you, you, pl- you played your guitar and your cat started to sing... Yeah, well, no, what's the cat, cat's name? Daffodil. Daffodil, that's it. Yeah. It's snowflake, but that's not right. Daffodil. <laughs> and what, what, hey, um, I was going to say just one more thing on the game before we move on, and uh, that's the music. And this is yet another bit of a conflicting part of the game for some of our members. Yeah. Uh, I think you, you yourself, Alex, didn't really connect with the music of the game. I think by the end I probably did. I found, maybe I found it a bit repetitive, but 
I think when you actually appreciated like each element on its own, I think it was really the score was really good, like um, nice and it, it, that the tone to it was perfect for the game, and I can see where kind of some of the others come from, like how it would just put you to sleep, but it's kind of supposed to it's supposed to have that kind of relaxing tone mm-hmm. to it. Yeah. Um, so I think by the end I did appreciate the music. Yeah, me too. Uh, I didn't. I, I quite enjoyed the music. I've I've listened to the soundtrack a couple of times on Spotify. Um, I quite quite enjoy just listening to it while I'm working, and uh, yeah, it's, yeah, it's just another uh, good part to the game. Uh, yeah, I think I'm going to give that the soundtrack a, a spin because other than the plant growing song, which I've remembered, um, I can't really think off the top of my head of other songs. No, and it's. Um, I feel like this with quite a lot of video game soundtracks is that I listened to the soundtrack uh, while I was playing the game and uh, just maybe not even halfway through it and I didn't recognise some of the tracks it didn't really resonate with me because I hadn't really experienced it in the game um, but it was only after I completed the game and I'd heard all the music and I could relate to the to the soundtrack when I was listening to it on Spotify much more Yeah. so you, you may find that if you do that but I'm um, um, it's still a, still a beautiful soundtrack to listen to, whether you've played the game or not. I think the one that did annoy me was when you arrive at the bus stop and it starts honking. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. That whole thing was oh, that was a bit annoying. The, the yeah, seal, the seal, yeah. yeah. But just as you mentioned, um, the cat there lives now. My son will run into the room, go, "Want to play with the cat? Want to play with the cat?" I'm like, "I'm yeah. not playing with the cat anymore." Yeah. <laughs> um. Mark on Discord said, I think I have said enough about Spiritfarer this month. He, he did mention about an, an in, um, inducing him into a coma at some point. Um, Mark, well, not... I mean, let's, let's look at his track record. He doesn't like many games that are not racing games. I'm pretty sure he goes, I'm pretty sure he's said that he's got about seven games on the go just now, and I think six of them are probably, <laughs> uh, like, rate racing games that, you know, like, Rally or F one, guaranteed. Let's let's ask him in Discord. What? How many of those are are racing games, and how many are like platformers? Um, I mean, I'm not going to give him too much more time. He he's a fellow Horace lover, so um, you know he's got some he's got some taste in there somewhere, somewhere, somewhere. But and I think so the one thing you also have to see is he kept playing it. He did. So I moaned about it every single time. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think he was doing it just just so he'd have something to complain about. Was, oh, God, nothing, nothing really bothering me. I know what I'll play Spirit Fairer. <laughs> I might stop calling him Victor. <laughs> Victor Meldrew. Yes, um, but he did say it's a great-looking game, coma-inducing soundtrack, um, slightly slash better gameplay. Overall, a disappointment based on what he had heard about it. Um, and uh, Don Coop said that he played an hour of the game, but no doubt it's a good game, but it's not one for me. Which is fair, I think. It is one of that. It is a bit of a Marmite game, I think. You, you're either going to yeah. play it and connect and just go on this journey with it, or you're just going to go, nah, this is not for me. Let me go back to FIFA. Yeah. <laughs> um, anything else to say on Spirit Pharaoh before we move on? No, I don't think so. Okay, no. I can't, I think I just want to carry on talking about it, but I know yeah. <laughs> I know we need to move on. 
And uh, we move on, we shall, to our last game of June, which was Starlink. This was the winner of the Discord vote. Quite a massive, massive um, lead compared to the other games. And probably one of the least favourite, I think, of the, of the of the four games. Yeah, I would, I would say so. Um, I think there was... I can't remember what else was... Like, what was second? There was... It was close for a time being, and I think there was a massive swing towards... Was it Steep? I, was it Steep or was it like Sayonara Wild Heart or something like that? Or was that like this month? I can't remember. But there was one, it was like... Because I remember being like... I'm, I I was like, that's... No, that's like... In my head, I was like, that's a like rubbish game. I think I, I think I even said in one, in one of the WhatsApps, I think we should uh, tactically vote for uh, Starlink. So that <laughs> yeah. whoever it was... Which was leading at that point, I think. Didn't get in. It was um it was Wreckfest. Wreckfest, that was it. That yeah. had oh, six yeah. votes and Starlink had eight. And I think all of those eight people should be kicked out of the Discord. <laughs> Wreck but Wreck Wreckfest is like I I tried they should they should like have a tutorial that's like maybe full on and then take you back I, I don't know but like the first couple of levels are like you mucking about on a a lawnmower and it just yeah. it's not the best introduction to the game and because it's on Game Pass you're like well I'm not going to waste my time um, seeing how long it takes to get to like having a decent destruction derby style yeah. race but Spirit Fairer anyway sorry yeah like I'd um, I, I, I already owned Spiritfarer, but I gave my copy to my sister. Uh, Starlink, you mean? What did I say? Spiritfarer. Sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> See, it's still on your brain. It's, it's still, still thinking about it's still it. There. It's still there. <laughs> yeah. um, Starlink, yeah, I had a copy I gave to my sister. So I went and rebought it for the whopping sum of like 7 99 from the Entertainer. Mm-hmm. Um, that was including the, the starter pack that included the R Wing. Um, so now I have two Arwings and two Fox Clouds and two of uh, Hoover, the other guy is. Um, but I jumped back in at the same point that I'd left the game. And I don't think it's... It just isn't the game that I wanted it to be. I want. I think the, maybe the first little while you get that No Man's Sky, you know, coming in at the planets, like, really sort of satisfying at that point, like flying mechanics and battle mechanics but it gets to the point you just just like in No Man's Sky that you just feel like you're doing the same thing over and over again there's loads and loads of fetch quests like taking taking beacons to parts of parts of planets planets sorry and because there'd been such a big gap between me stopping and starting again I didn't want to restart the whole game over I couldn't remember exactly what to do so I was like I don't know okay I need to pick this thing up but where do I take it and I'd look at my map and it wasn't obvious to where I was going to go so through June, I did not play a lot of Starlink. I'm I'm sorry to say. Mm-hmm. I don't think you're the only one. Yeah. So no. I wouldn't worry too much. No, I would probably be in the same boat here, Lewis. Um, so I hadn't played it before, so this was my first kind of time trying to get into it. And I, I did try two or three times. I probably played about three or four hours in total, but yeah. it just did not click. It was like, what am I supposed to do here? Oh, go and collect this and bring it back. Okay. Right, go and collect something else and bring it back. Okay. 
and it was just the gameplay just didn't click for me and it just it just didn't engage me for the beginning so I was just like I'm just forcing myself to play this now and just was not enjoying it at all. Did you play it on it, Switch? Xbox. Xbox, okay. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, I, I own this game and um, like I said, I didn't play any of the game during June because I was so obsessed with Spiritfarer, but um, I have, I mean, I do own it and I did play it when it first came out because... Uh, fool is me. I bought it at full price when it first came oh, out. Oh dear! So Ubisoft game, you know they're going to like plummet in price. Yeah, I I was a noob back then, <laughs> you know. <laughs> so um, so how, um, how much was that like? I traded a couple of games in as well. Oh dear! Which which is even more painful because I feel like it was it was devaluing the games that I traded in to get it. Yeah. Really, but um, I played until. You, you, your stuff, uh, your Fox McLeod, and your in the air wing, and your fly around space, and then like the Cornelia music is playing, and you're getting that full Star Fox thing going, yeah. and then after I experienced that, I put it down, never played it again. <laughs> so, um, so that yeah, there's something about the game that is there's just not enough. Yeah, yeah, in in the game to keep you going and and that's kind of why I asked Alex if, why, if you'd played it on Switch because for me I would never ever have picked this game up on any other platform than yeah. Switch the only reason that I played this game is because of the because Star Fox are in it there's nothing else there like yeah it's that it's that kind of want mm-hmm. to play a Star Fox game um one of the first games I ever played on a Nintendo console was like Star Fox, and it's like just want that kind of experience again. Um, it just didn't, it just didn't live up to it. But it's no. you know, it's I wouldn't again wouldn't have bought wouldn't have bought it twice <laughs> if um if it didn't have Star Fox in it. Yeah, yeah. just a bit a bit frustrating that it it, it didn't live up to that. Because I remember when it was first when it was released, I think you had the Star Fox the sorry the Starlink trailer. And they were like, oh, yeah, we're going to need some help or whatever. Sorry. And then you, it kind of flashed off. It went... And the, uh, the kind of classic Fox McLeod or whatever it is, like voice note came on. Um, I mean, that was a kick-ass point. And I think it was in an E3 presentation. Yeah. And it was such a great point of the presentation, wasn't it? Yeah. Because, yeah, everyone thought it was going to be some... I think they were like, this is going to be this, the Star Fox game that we've been waiting for, but, it, yeah, oh, obviously, yeah, it obviously wasn't. Especially after the Star Fox Zero uh, fiasco. Yeah. I've, I've, never, I've, never, I've never played it. I never had a Wii U. Um, I'd, be, I'd definitely be keen to, keen to have, a, have a shot, and I'd, I'd probably take a... If they could port it to Switch somehow, because uh, mm. I know it does have some... Dependency on the Wii U tablet or what the hell the thing's called? The gamepad. The gamepad. That's it. Um, if they could port it over, I would definitely pick it up. Uh, but I think I want a. That's the thing is, like all Star Fox games are the same, like Lilat Wars or Star Fox sixty four. What do you want to call it? It's just the same as the Star Fox on the SNES. Like they're all. It's just the same game over and over again. But I think, 
I think look at it, thinking about it though, was Lilac Wars the last proper Star Fox game that we've had? I think so, yeah, because like the, the yeah the on reels, sure, yeah, yeah. Uh, and there was Star Fox Adventures. That's right. On the GameCube when you were you get ran a bit on foot. Um. And then there yeah. wasn't one for the Wii, was there? Um, until we had Star Fox Zero on the Wii U. Yeah, I, yeah. As far as I'm aware, I don't know. So, you can see, you know, clamouring for a, a good old-fashioned Star Fox game. So I think this is why we got so excited for Starlink because it had that aspect in it, but yeah. still wasn't enough to hook us in to wanting to complete the game. And I think even when you were playing the game, like it wasn't very intuitive, and the controls weren't particularly great. Like I know, I'm sure it was Lelina that mentioned this in the Discord as well. Like you could be going about and you could be exploring and scanning things, and whatever, and then you go and it gives you a quest, and you like go and scan two things that you've already scanned before. I'm like, I've already done that. Why are you make me do it again? Yeah. Or, and the. Or see when you had to scan one of the animals and you had to go all the way around it you know like that's just a ridiculous mechanic why can't that's I just stand here and scan it that's the same as No Man's Sky you have to like go or at least you, you did have to like go round the animal to get like a full body scan or something like that that's another bit that reminded me a lot of that yeah, No Man's Sky and we've not even really mentioned the, the toys to life aspect of the game um that's just that was just um, no no point really. Yeah, I Mine's mean, still in the box. Are they? Yeah. Because I when I bought this one, I bought an extra couple of an extra couple of guns for a, for a pound or whatever it was. But like I've not I've like I played it I played it once for about half an hour this month. <laughs> if I'm being completely honest, because like I I did what I would do. I went down to the planet. I was like, yeah, yeah this is this is this is fun took back off up into space again like hey, this is this is good this is good then I warped uh, to a different planet and I got that weird purple net thing closing in where you get the space pirates or whatever coming to get you and I was like oh yeah now I remember why I got fed up it's just <laughs> the same thing over and over again yeah. it's just it's just your stereotypical Ubisoft game yeah it's what I'd probably say to that Mark that Ubisoft original <laughs> yeah yeah Mark um, on Discord said that it's okay to begin with, but it gets a bit dull, like many Ubi games. Yeah. Then he gave up. <laughs> That's all he had to say. Um, Tyler Bear said the Starlink seemed promising, but didn't grab him at all. Doesn't control well. Storyline wasn't great and made very little sense. And the Toys to Life thing was uh, a swing and a miss for him this time. Hmm. And uh, Don Coop said that he couldn't be faff to pick up the silly little controller. To be honest, so. yeah, like the like attaching the R wing to the thing, the the controller. I suppose it's cool when you can see the blue light like coming out the back, like it's mm. like it's on or like the the ship is the ship is on. That's not the only only word I can think to describe it. Um, but yeah, it's like the weird Joy-Con grip. Yeah, and because my Joy-Con are absolutely knackered, <laughs> like I just can't use them. So I think I had to like link everything using that in the first instance so that the game would recognise that I that I owned the new guns more than anything else. So like I had to attach them to the R-Wing so the game would be like, okay, 
you've got these, you don't need to go and buy them in the eShop. Mm-hmm. So it was a bit, a bit of a faff, but yeah, using use the Pro Controller um, opposed to the attaching the, the actual ship to the controller method. It is a bit of a pain, isn't it? You know, like having to get the Joy-Cons and slide them in and then get the ship on, put the get the ship on there and get the guns and put them on there as well. And then you're like, I could have been playing the game by now. Yeah. yeah. Kind of I thing. Could, yeah, I could have been playing the game and probably already turned it off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, well, we'll leave Starlink there. And uh, yeah, that's that's it. That That's the four games that we've got. So all, all that's left for us to do is is just to try and try and rank these so we can get a, a game of the month out of out of this. Um, it's a difficult one. Yeah, I reckon this is going to be because I, I, just reading uh, Discord as well. I think it seems to be quite split. Yeah. Um, where let, let, let's go to Alex first. Let's put you in the hot spot and um, give give me your rundown. What would you put number four? Starlink's definitely number four. Yeah. I don't think there's any doubt about that. Is that the same for you, Lewis? Well, I said I've not played Ratchet and Clank, so I can't no. really, I can't really, based on what I've done in the past, that any game that I've not played would be fourth. But just on the basis of what everyone's going to say about it, I've kind of no doubt that it's a better game than Starlink. Yeah. So I will put Starlink fourth. I think I think that where we where we had the month where we had Ori in in the club and I I'd not played it but I still put it number two because I just know that it's it's a it's a beautiful game that a lot of people have connected with. Um. So I think I think that's fair. Yeah, I mean there there, there are people who who wouldn't have wouldn't have done similar things who aren't gracious like <laughs> like, like us. Um. And that, that that's fine. You don't not not everyone can be a solid. Solid diamond like like us do. We're going to keep that person a mystery. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Good idea. Um, yeah. Starlink would be number four for me as well. And looking down the Discord, most people have put that at number four as well, apart from Andrew. But does his vote count? We we no. could, we could say that Andrew's. A half human. Andrew didn't yeah. play any games this month. That is true. Out of curiosity, what, what game did Ben put for four? Starlink. Oh, did, did he put something after Starlink? DNQ. Did not qualify. I see he must not have played it. Okay. But I think I think that's a fair place though, with the other games that we've got yeah, to pick from. Yeah. Starlink has got to be number four. Um so number three. I mean I think four and three are the easy ones to be fair. Um, I don't. Um, I don't agree. No. I think I could put the other three in any position mm-hmm. for legitimate reasons. I think I think three is quite a difficult one because. Yeah, no, look, I, I can go now because my number three is easy. My three is Ratchet and Clank, so that's yeah. that's where I'm putting that. Yeah, that's mine as well. Number three, Ratchet. What about you, Alex? I think I potentially. <laughs> There's no pressure uh, here. You just, you just do you. You say what you want. But I mean, I can see why I would put Ratchet there. But I enjoyed playing Ratchet 
probably more than I enjoyed playing Spirit Fairer. But I definitely get more of an experience from Spirit Fairer. And then FIFA 21 is FIFA 21, but you could mm. say probably that was the game that I enjoyed playing most, but just from the tournament and stuff and the kind of playing with you guys was quite good fun. So it's it's difficult, but I think I'd probably have to say, and this probably also goes down to the fact that Rift Apart really outdid it, that I'd put Ratchet third as well. Okay. Excellent. That made it easy. Um, Discord, uh, uh, Lelena put FIFA as her number three. Um, ben put FIFA for his number three. Um, Andrew put Ratchet and Clank for his number three. And um, Mark put Starlink at number three because he doesn't cast class ratchet as a as a he can't rank it because he didn't play it kind of thing but I'll swap it around I'm just gonna put ratchet number three for him because I had the power of being the game club man wow <laughs> now who's the worst power me or player. Andrew um so I think I think we're happy with that I think we're happy with ratchet and clank at number three yeah yeah so number two um, you you know what I'm going to say is FIFA out of the last because we all know my 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 number one is going to be Spirit Spiritfarer, so no, number two will have to be FIFA. Even though I'm shit at it, and I I put it at number two. I put it at number two because I think that although I didn't have a great experience in the um final results of the games, I still had fun playing the games. Because I never really played online FIFA before, been a bit scared of yeah. it. So it was nice to play. It's if, scary. I, yeah, it's a scary thing. I think. Yeah. So, um, although you guys are obviously much better at it than me, it was still nice to play with people that I knew, and that I still maybe had a little bit of a chance. So yeah, that that's uh, FIFA for me. Um, Lewis. Uh, yeah, there's yeah, I completely agree. Um, I think I think when the month started, I th- I didn't want. I was like, I'm worried that I'll enjoy FIFA more than the like Spirit Fair, and um, I kind of kind of played in my mind. And I think I had had set in my head that I was going to just I was like, I'll just put FIFA last just to be a dick. <laughs> um, but like it's you know trying to be trying to be fair, but the whole thing um, it is my it is the second game number two game for me for for july uh, for june sorry um like i say that it does have like that that online aspect of like a group of a group of us playing it was great fun um not so keen on the manager mode or any of that kind of stuff yeah um whereas that's where i would sink all of my time into on any other iteration of the game um but from what i have played and i have played some amount of that solo mode um, yeah, definitely second place. Yep. Alex, do you agree? No. <laughs> I mean, I, I think I'd almost, if I put Spirit Fairer first, I'd almost be like contradicting everything I said about it. Like, whereas I think if I was to say which game I enjoyed the most out of FIFA 21 and Spirit Fairer, 
it would be FIFA 21 and I think that's just from the experience of playing it this month but I, I don't think that's any anything to say about the quality of the games I think FIFA is FIFA and we're not sitting here saying oh my god FIFA is an amazing game it's more about the fun that we had playing it with a spirit fair and I can definitely see the depth to that game what they tried to do it just probably frustrated me at times a bit too much to make it number one so I put spirit fair at it too Fine. Well, your vote doesn't really count because yeah. you know we've overruled you with our votes Jason. anyway. <laughs> but it was Jason good. Does it what was he good. wants. <laughs> it was. Uh, it was good to hear your point opinion though. So um, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna ignore it. But it was good yeah. to hear. Fuck yeah. it. Fuck it. <laughs> um, Mark put FIFA 21 as his number two. Um, Spirit Fairer for Andrew at number two. Uh, ben put Spirit Ferrer for number two as well. And uh, Lelena put Ratchet and Clank for number two. But uh, FIFA 21 is, is our number two game, which leaves number one, which uh, which I've already mentioned is Spirit Ferrer for me, for, for, all the, for all the reasons that I've already said. And it's just a game that's just going to stay, stay with me for all, uh, a very long time. And I think that's what it really needs to that's to say about it, really. Yeah, good. That's obviously my number one as well. Um, like I said, I've not, I've obviously not enjoyed it as much as you or or, or as much as I like wanted, as much as I wanted to. Um, but definitely the first place for June for me. Yeah, um, and Alex, um, obviously FIFA for you as as your yeah. number one. Purely because it was the game that finally made Dan and I put our Rocket League incident behind us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wish I was there for that. I wish I wasn't. <laughs> so what? Like what? Let's 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 explain it. What what happened? <sighs> to be fair, nothing really. Um, Dan got a bit frustrated because I was incredibly shit at Rocket League. That really summed it up, to be honest. And I don't blame him. he'd got a bit fed up of losing too many games in a row and basically just started telling me what to do (laughs) but he was he was he was very justified in doing so don't don't feed that ego of his (laughs) in fairness I'm surprised as I said this to him as well I'm surprised he managed to kind of keep it together as long as he did because oh God! I had to know what it'd my, be like if we, he played. If I played on his no, team, so. honestly, if you, if you think you were better at Rocket League than FIFA, then I'm about a hundred times better at FIFA than I'm at Rocket League. I mean, I am absolutely <laughs> atrocious at Rocket League. At least I've got a chance of scoring a goal in Rocket League. So, and I think the one thing I did say to my defence is that was very early on of when I kind of started getting involved in the group and kind of trying to play games with you guys and I didn't really know anywhere right. and I wasn't used to playing games online with people and I'm a bit like, oh, I'll try anyway. <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine. Water you, under the bridge. You can, you can say it, Alex, you know, if you if you was made to curl up in a corner and just cry all night because because of that experience, it's fine fine to, to say yeah. that. It's it, It's okay. It just made me immediately delete Rocket League from my Xbox. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, we have uh, another 
two people from Discord who also agree with me and Lewis that Spiritfarer was their number one game for June, including Mark. That's a, that is a surprise to, he, to hear that. Yeah. But then, thinking of the games, there wasn't really any, you know, racing game, so I suppose there would be nothing that would be there for Mark. I mean, th- this is coming from his top four of if it's only games he played. Yeah, he, what, yeah what did he do? Then something weird. Didn't um, he? he also gave us a top four of games that um, he didn't play. Um, so, I mean, if, if we went by that one, then his number four was still Starlink. <laughs> uh, FIFA 21 was number three, Spirit of Pharaoh was number two, and Ratchet and Clank was number one, even though he doesn't own a PlayStation. <laughs> That's why I chose the other one because of the games that he did play. Yeah. Um, so Spirit Ferrer was his number one. So I mean that that's four votes for Spirit Ferrer, which makes Spirit Ferrer the, the game of the month. I won't have it any other way. Yeah. That is the game of the month. It's the game of the year, game of the century. It it uh, is. It's, it's, it's the, not it's the game of the year. <laughs> there's no way it's the game of the year. There's, I'm sorry, but there's there's no competition. Game of the that fucking century, Alex. Yeah, there's no, that's not going to be game of the year for. Uh, not that. I mean, if, it, if, it's you, if it's your game called Game of the Year, that's all that matters to, exactly. to, to you. But, you know, everyone else. <laughs> it's already. It's already. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> to be fair, I think I think when it comes around to Game of the Year and we do a, a little game club, Game of the Year section, um, yeah, it's, it's going to be a fight. Yeah, I think so. It's going to be a fight to, to, to get Ori off that number one spot. But for now, for... June, um, if everyone else is in agreement, then I do believe that Spirit Pharaoh would be our game of the month. Yes. Agree. Yeah. Well done. That's a deserved winner. It makes me so happy that Spirit Pharaoh is now in our, or on our Wall of Fame. Yeah. Now all you need to complete the set, Jason, is to get a game. I know. Bring it to the table. It's third time lucky. I am. <laughs> recording the game the, the the game club playlist podcast next week and i'm on a mission i'm on a mission to to get a game picked for august so to be completely fair when i was listening to the playlist i was like excellent this this is horace's month yes yeah. like talking about because because I, I think i'd mentioned it as my one of my picks for july in discord and you asked what everyone's choices were and when you brought it up, I was like, brilliant, okay, here we go. And then Mark, Mark again has ruined it. For <laughs> um, he said he couldn't vote for a game that he's already played. Um, and that's his opinion, and that's fair. Um, I've already played this game, but I wanted other people to to experience it as well. Yeah. Which is why I brought, brought it along yeah. for the playlist. And I'm so certain, I was, I was so confident especially with Mark being on the podcast yeah. as well. I that, think that was well-placed confidence. Yeah, I, 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 was, I, was, I was certain that Horace was going to be in the game club for July, but it, it wasn't meant to be. It wasn't meant to be. Such a shame. What's it? It's Gor- Gorgoa. It's like, it looks to me like a game about stained glass windows. <laughs> I'm playing Gorogora at the moment, and it is—it's uh, a cool little game. It's a cool little game, and I'm—I'm uh, I'm enjoying it. And uh, it's got a lot more depth to it than it looks. 
So, um, did you did you pick it up in the sale at all? Uh, no, I, I'm I'm playing Horus in, in July. Okay. <laughs> in spite, <laughs> I've picked it up on my phone, so um, <clears throat> I had some Google Play credit to use, so made good use of it for that. Yeah, well, I mean, while we're on the subject, I was going to bring it up um, just to give a quick recap on the July games that we've got going this month. Um, and already mentioned is Gorogora. Gorogora? Gorogora? I don't know how to pronounce it. Whatever. <laughs> um, and we also do have... Um, I must write these games down on my notes because yeah. I didn't do it on the last podcast and I haven't done it on this podcast, so you'll have to bear with me. That's off the top of your head. This is going to be off the top of my head. This is why Excellent. I'm stalling. So I'm trying to think. We've got the Sea of Thieves. That, thank you, Alex. You're, you're saving me. Yes, Sea of Thieves, which was WMD. our... WMD. Yes, that's right. And um, Psychonauts. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm quite intrigued in playing Worms this month. I think of uh, I think Lalane has already mentioned about maybe trying to get a, an evening sorted where we can play Worms. Uh, like I said on the playlist podcast i've never played worms game yeah i, I was i was I, I was shopping i was doing like a weekly shop when i was listening to it did you uh, have to stop you, i was like what is he talking about he's <laughs> never played worms never played it That's... never played a worms game i haven't either what <laughs> you know remember the like, original worms on the sega mega drive that's when i first played it like before they got to the little cartoony style that they're the same kind of the same kind of style of worm that they use now. Back on the original one, it was just like this little tiny beige maggot looking thing yeah. that was tiny on the screen. Um, yeah, that was the first worms. And I, the worms theme is one of the best themes ever. Just, just well, how does it go with it? Great, great time. Beautiful. <laughs> Um, I mean, when I was compiling the trailers for the the games of this month, and I watched the Worms one, it, it I was sitting there thinking, why have I never? Why have I never played a Worms game? They look fun and they look funny, and they're so tongue in cheek with their humour, and it looks it just just looks like a fun game to play. And yeah, that's what I was just sitting thinking, why have I never played a Worms game? But they are good fun. They they never I don't know they just pass me by, they, just pass me by. We spoke about them briefly last night on the crosscast. Um, I think the last Worms game I actually played was Worms World Party. Like for me, there was Worms Armageddon that was really really good, and Worms World Party kind of I think kind of adapted on that. I played more of Armageddon, but World Party was the kind of last one I properly played, and that's like maybe two thousand when it came out. Mm-hmm. So a good long while ago. Mm. And. Um I mean, if anyone's listening and they're intrigued, there's uh, on the game collection, there's quite a good deal where you can get Worms WMD and Worms Battleground in a double pack uh, for £11.95p, which I wow. think is uh, quite a good deal. What's, what platform's that on? Uh, that's on PlayStation 4 and Xbox. Oh. Because um, unfortunately on the Switch, uh, it was in a sale. I did pop it on Discord as a little sneaky... Um, message because it was on sale until the seventeenth of June last month um, at four ninety nine, but it's, it's unfortunately gone back up to uh, twenty pound on yeah. the Switch. I think I've seen someone comment on that 
I think it was on that game, they were like, too expensive, it was this price a little while ago, and I yes. felt like commenting on, that's how sales work. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and it is on Game Pass. Yes, and it is oh, on Game Pass. Oh, it is on Game Pass? Oh, okay, it is, yeah. So, isn't everything these days? Mm, true. Um, don't, don't tell, don't ask Laurie about Game Pass. <laughs> go, go He'll only it. tweet about it and yeah. someone will get angry at him. And then he'll get angry at people getting angry about him. Yeah. Vicious. <laughs> vicious circle. He won't give out his Twitter handle at the end of the podcast because he's scared. <laughs> Did he? Is that right? Is that true? Yeah, but yeah he goes, <laughs> I was passed on to him last night. I was like, yeah, Laurie, where can people find you online? And he went, don't bother. <laughs> don't bother. Brilliant. Um, any, any other July games sticking out for you or... Uh, yeah, Sea of Thieves. I think I'm looking forward to getting stuck into yeah. that. Like when I first got my Xbox One, um, downloaded it and tried to do a couple of missions solo uh, and trying to actually figure out what it was that you needed to do, and I never actually found out. Like you kind of because it's all like there's no you don't like hit a button to bring up a map. You need to go onto your boat, go into the little galley, whatever you want to call it. Uh, and look at the map table, or at least that's how I was working it. And then if you're down there looking at the map and where to go, and you're moving, there's like no one steering the boat. So you definitely need a crew to do to do half the stuff, I think, so that you're all working as as a team, I think. Um, but yeah, I struggled to actually know what, what I was meant to do. I didn't actually achieve anything other than wondering what it was like to jump off the boat if it was moving. So jumped off the boat and... I shouldn't have been surprised when I see it continue to sail away, uh, smash into a rock, then sink. It shouldn't have been a surprise, but it was. <laughs> um, Alex, have you had any experience yet of Sea of Thieves? Uh, very little. I did play through the maiden voyage or the tutorial yesterday in preparation um, for the month to try and put looking forward to kind of, as I says, getting a crew together. And I yeah. think it'll be a lot of fun when we're in there together, I mean, and even just coming up with our pirate names and all the, all the banter that goes along with it. What was your pirate name in the end, Alex? Did you get one? It was... Uh, what did you call it? Alex... Alex Smith. <laughs> and uh, did you get one, Lewis? Did you make yourself one up? Uh, ben just called me Roger the Cabin Boy. Oh, <laughs> which was in, retort- in, in response to me calling him Seaman stains. These are all Cap- <laughs> Captain Pugwash references for yeah. those listening. Yeah, the Captain Pugward. Pugward, yeah. It's going to be an interesting month. <laughs> well, that's it. Um, we're, we are done. Um, guys, thank, thank you so much for, for joining me and uh, sharing your experiences of June's Game Club games. It's been a no pleasure. Problem. Not a problem. Thank you. Um, Alex... If the fine listeners want to find you on the old interweb, where can they go to? Uh, mainly on Twitter, you got me at ssalex984. Lovely. And Lewis? Uh, at the Wilsonite. Very good. On Twitter. In well, fact, one, one thing, if you want to go to at that Dr. Fract, someone has made a profile that's <laughs> got all of my pictures on it and banner and description. Yeah. I was just about to mention that, so... Uh, yeah, oh, yeah, okay, sorry, sorry. <laughs> um, yeah, bit, bit of a bit of a intriguing um, 
thing going on there with that. To, to be fair, the, 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 that, the profile picture that's on that really, really, really made me laugh. So even if, <laughs> even if you don't want to go to at that Dr. Fact and follow that profile, just go to look at that profile picture. It's great. <laughs> it's so much fun. It's funny, yeah. Warning, it might give you nightmares. <laughs> um, well, uh, don't forget, uh, as you can probably tell, we... We uh, we talk about Game Club a lot on our Discord, and uh, if you guys, if there's anybody that's not on our Discord at the moment, um, but you feel like you want to come and have a chat with us about Game Club games, or just chat with us about games or or anything in general, then uh, you're more than welcome to come along and uh, and join us. And the way that you can do that is by going to thecrossplayers.com forward slash Discord, and uh, we're we would love to see you there. Um, if you cool. if if you've enjoyed what you've heard today as well, then uh, we do have a Patreon over at patreon.com forward slash the cross players. It's just been newly revamped by our lovely Dan, and uh, there's some new tiers on there, ranging from I think a dollar or well, no, we're in pounds now, aren't a we? Pound, yeah, yeah, uh, from a pound to ten pound tiers. So yeah. uh, if you if you fancy uh, chucking us a well, I used to say, fancy throwing us a dollar, but I guess now you're throwing us a pound. Yeah, then, throwing uh, us a quid. Yeah, then, uh, then please head on over there and have a look. If you, and I said this last night, if you join the one pound tier, I have tiny, tiny, tiny um, cross-player stickers. Join that one pound tier and I'll send you a tiny, tiny, tiny cross-player sticker. Oh, there you go. So it's, it's that, like half the size of a five pence piece. It's really small. Are they... The sticker's quite small too. So are, are they um like a, a re like a, a real life version of the stickers you're making in WhatsApp? <laughs> they are, yeah, they are indeed, they are. I, re- actually... I, I would really like that. They're just a complete like a little cross player sticker album. Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> sticker sheet or something. No, it's a sticker book. Yeah. Yeah. I think my favourite so far is the one you made of your croc. Yeah, the crocs. That's good. Uh, I think someone didn't. Who? Someone didn't believe they were actually mine. I don't know how they would a, think such that. A professional looking sticker. Exactly. It had to be yours. It's got the little yeah. Yoshi thing. For gibbet. 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 That's gibbet. it. Yeah. The little Yoshi gibbet thing. Gibbet. That's yours. Clearly. Is there a Patreon tier for a Crocs podcast? Ah uh, well, that's maybe one we can we can think about. Add it to add it to the stretch goals or whatever you want to call them. Yes, croc, perfect crop podcast. Yeah, the perfect patron goal podcast. There you go, guys. If you want to hear Lewis chat about his love of Crocs, yeah. then uh, then then get on over to Patreon and yeah. get 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 the goals in. Yeah, and in fact, let's say something. I've got I've recently got a new pair of Crocs, but if you uh, bung a hundred quid on a Patreon, I'll send you my old pair. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm, I'm tempted myself just to do that. So, but what size Bloody are you? That, that doctor fact. What what yeah. size are you, Lewis? Uh, Eleven. Oh, you're one size too small for me. No more. Both feet. size twelve. Jesus. Size twelve. Yeah. You know what they say about big feet. Yeah. Big socks. Big Crocs. Yeah. Big Crocs, hey. big socks. There you go. 
Um, anyway, this is quickly turning into the crock pod. So <laughs> let's, I think we should let the, uh, the good listeners go and, uh, yeah, and just say goodbye. So, uh, chaps, thank you. Take care and say goodbye to the lovely listeners. Bye. Bye. Bye-bye. Take care. See you later. See you. Be there. End it. <laughs> Muck it up right at the end. Why don't just I? <laughs> you know, and just go, yeah, take care, guys. <laughs> See you later. Blimey. <laughs>